It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyler Murray or Kirk Cousins, which quarterback would you rather have? Plus, what happened at the Target Center last night as the T-Wolves continue to struggle? It's all coming up next on Superior Sports Talk. Locked on Sports Minnesota Podcast. It's endless Minnesota Vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts. Now it's Superior Sports Talk with Kara Levin sports anchor Reggie Wilson and Luke Inman. It's 30 minutes every day, and it's all the Minnesota sports you need. It's Superior Sports Talk, and it starts now. Back in the lab, Reggie and Luke back at it. Another episode, Superior Sports Talk, presented by Locked On Sports Minnesota. It's your daily 30-minute breakdown, everything Minnesota sports, which you can now find streaming on your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick devices. Just look out for our Locked On Minnesota Sports app there as well. That's Reggie Wilson on Twitter, at Reggie Wilson TV, end up on CARE 11. Tuesday, Reg, how we feeling? So, I, f- I would feel better if the Wolves played better last night, but... We'll get into that. Yeah, lots to get into. First, remember, follow along Lockdown Minnesota YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. Leave us a comment. And on Twitter, give us a follow. It's at LockdownMIN. And remember, we're a podcast too. Free and available. All platforms, Spotify, Apple, you name it, we got it. Ron Johnson Show, Football Party, and more. It's your one-stop shop with endless Viking stock with local experts. Do us a favor, hit the subscribe button, and drop us a five-star review. To football we go, by week officially in the books, back to Vikings action this week, taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Reg, we saw the Cardinals put up 42 points on the Saints in primetime last week. We've seen what Kyler Murray's capable of, former number one overall pick for a reason. So here's my question. Who's closer to being a top 10 quarterback in the league right now? Kyler Murray or Kirk Cousins? Mm. Mm. 
can the answer just be yes? <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know. So you said closer to being a top 10 quarterback right now. Who's, con- who's closer to be considered a top 10 quarterback? Yeah, just in general. I guess if you just, if you go by youth, you go Kyler Murray just because you feel mm-hmm. like he has the greater upside. Yeah, if you but were building think, a team, yeah, yeah, probably go Kyler because of the age. Yep, yep. Yeah, he's younger. You know, you think that he can be molded a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. Although he does seem a little stubborn, just he a does. little bit. He does. And you know, he plays a very unique style of football. Sometimes it looks kind of backyardish, mm-hmm. but it, it works. It leads them to some success. I think if you want a steady Eddie guy, a guy who it's weird because Cousins numbers are down compared mm-hmm. to where they usually are around this time. But usually Cousins is good to give you, you know, 66, 67 percent completion percent, close to 70 percent completion percentage. He's going to pass for, you know, close to four K, if not more in yardage. You know, he's going to get you you know, high touchdown to interception ratio. Usually Kirk is pretty steady Eddie. And so you're really going to make me pick here, huh? Okay. I'll go, I'll go Kyler Murray just for the sake of the youth argument. But if you are talking about this season, I think Mm -hmm. I go Kirk Cousins. You look at the numbers, Kyler Murray this season, 65.5% 65.5% completion percentage. He's passed for 1,600 yards, seven touchdowns, four interceptions, right? You go over to Kirky. He's at 66% completion percentage, 1,500 yards, nine touchdowns, five interceptions. What's funny is they both have rushing touchdowns this season, which is <laughs> hilarious, you know. Kirk is not necessarily the guy that you consider to be like a a mobile Mm -hmm. quarterback, but, you know, he has used his legs at times this year, obviously not to the level of a Kyler Murray. But I think if you if you put him in a vacuum and you force me to pick, like, who would you rather have this year with all things considered? I think I'd take Kirk Cousins. I think he just has the more competent head coach and just a, a more talented team around him that he can overcome some of the deficiencies more than Kyler Murray, who kind of has to put the team on his back. And if he's not playing well, they've struggled at times this season. It looks a little ugly. They they look a little inept. So I, I go, and honestly, Kirk is on the better team right now as well. So I, I'll take Kirk this year. Yeah, you're right. If you're building a team for the future from scratch, you're going to take Kyler four out of five times minimum, if not five out of five times. But right now, who's closer to being a top 10 quarterback? Kyler Murray, right now, he ain't it. I talk a lot about that quarterback-coach relationship in the NFL now. And anytime you're seen on the sideline in a screaming match with your coach, almost on a weekly basis now, things aren't right right now with Kyler and Cliff Kingsbury. Don't let the cards putting up 42 points on the Saints fool you. Kyler's stats in that game, only 204 yards and one touchdown, despite they put up 42 points on a pretty good Saints defense. And although Kirk's stats aren't great, as you already mentioned, nine touchdowns, five interceptions, though, 18th pass rating in the league, 
He's putting up the wins, baby. Three comeback victories in six games. His team's five and one. Cardinals are three and four. I think he's closer to being a top 10 quarterback than Kyler is right now. Now, I will say, Arizona feels like they may be building something right now, heading kind of in the right direction after a slow start. They did collectively, as a team, put up those 42 points, as mentioned. They got DeAndre Hopkins back. They traded for Robbie Anderson. Isaiah Simmons, a former top 10 pick a few years ago, been kind of disappointing. He's starting to find a little niche on that defense. Now he had a pick six on Thursday night. How confident are you this week, Reg, versus the Cardinals? Because Vikes are three-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm a little worried about a little trap game scenario happening here Sunday. Yeah, you have to be worried about that, especially, you know, against a, a mobile quarterback like Kyler Murray. They've had a, a look at one earlier this year. Obviously, Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray do uh, different things. But what's interesting is is how much they, they struggled against Philly. I don't know if it was a situation where they were like, okay, you got to respect his legs a lot more, but mm -hmm. that didn't seem to matter because Jalen Hurts was doing whatever he wanted to do, whether it was on the ground or through the air. And so when you look at like how they looked against a, a dual threat quarterback the last time, you get a little scared. You're like, I don't know. And then you look back at that game last year, freaking shootout comes down to a, a Greg Joseph missed field goal and you're like oh dang like you, you kind of look at it they were they were more the Vikings were the more dominant team I would say they they look like they, they should have won, won that game Absolutely. yeah yep. but they they let the Cardinals continue to to stay in it and you know it ended how it did and so I think I am confident if I'm a Vikings fan about the Vikings' performance this weekend if they come out and they are aggressive from jump. Like, go down on that first drive, on that scripted first drive, score a touchdown, let that set the tone, and, you, you know, pin your ears back, let the, the edge department meet at the QB if they can because it's going to be a tall task trying to, you know, run down Kyler Murray. It just looks like – he's just, like, darting out there. He's just, like – he looks like a like like Miss Pac-Man or something, like how he runs out there. It's, it's so weird how it looks, but he's just like running away from guys. And so yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting an interesting thing this Sunday. But like I said, if they can stay aggressive, if they can whatever that they needed to do to turn things around in the bye week to get rid of some of these offensive lulls that they have and they are able to sustain more drives. I feel like they have a, a a good shot to really like run over Arizona. But if they're, you know, content with letting them stick around and all that, Arizona is a good enough team that if you want to take them down to the wire, they could beat you. Yeah, flashbacks, a little PTSD to last year, that week two <laughs> shootout. Like you said, Cardinals kind of stole one versus the Vikes. Joseph missed that, what, 39-yard field goal. They lose 34-33. The hope is going from Zim and all those late-game miscues in the final two minutes to KOC, who's helped them literally go from worst to first in the league in the final two minutes is the difference in some of these close games. But regardless, I'm expecting a close one at the bank Sunday afternoon. And you mentioned the mobile quarterbacks. They got throttled by Jalen Hurts once this year. And then Justin Field towards the second half 
started to put some things together again with his arm and his legs. So mobile quarterbacks, they haven't exactly figured out yet. Another reason just to be a little timid going into this game, coming out of the bye versus Kyler Murray. Moving on here real quick, backup tackle, Oliudo. He was arrested over the bye for resisting officers at a Florida nightclub when he followed a woman into a bathroom and wouldn't leave. It's kind of a wait and see approach now. See what happens. Is he suspended? Is he just flat out cut? Not sure. Not going to speculate up to this point. But if he were to be dismissed from the team, the sudden lack of depth on the offensive line feels kind of thin. You got Blake Brandle, rookie Vidarian Lowe from Illinois, and pretty much just Chris Reed and Austin Schlotman now on the interior. What Vikings position worries you the most if a starter or two were to ever get banged up and miss some significant time? We talk about this on this show quite a bit with the offensive line play and their bookend tackles. You know, I, I think you have confidence enough in a guy like Austin Schlotman being like a swing guy that, you know, if something happens at the guard spots or at the center spot, he can come in and and play well enough. But man, if anything happens with Christian Derisaw and Brian O'Neill, like that's going to be a situation that is going to be rough for the Vikings because those guys are so highly graded with PFF. And we've seen just the maturation of Christian Derisaw. Brian O'Neill is a guy that you, he's like that, that infomercial uh, with the, the the rotisserie chicken oven machine thing that they do. It's like, set it and forget it. Like, he's the guy that, you know, you put him over there on that right side, and he's just like, for just three easy payments of $49.99. No, but but that's probably like the, the, the part there where you're just like, I, I get a little scared a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let Christian and Brian be okay. Like, you, you hope that you could kind of manage at the guard spots. Honestly, you don't want any injuries along any of that offensive right. line. They're playing really good together as a unit right now. But those two tackle spots. And then also I got to thinking too, like if anything were to happen at the one or two at the cornerback spot as well, mm -hmm. they already have a tough enough time defending. But if anything happened with like Patrick Peterson or if anything happened with with uh, Cam Dantzler, and now all of a sudden you're, you know, starting cornerbacks are Shandon Sullivan and like Chris Boyd or something like that. Like that, 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 that's a little scary. That's a little scary. And like Andrew Boo Jr. is just not, you know, available like he needs to be because of the injury or whatever. Like you get a little scared. You get a little scared. So I, th I think those two positions are the most scarce when it comes to the the talent, the the drop off there, and so that's something that that is a little scary. But real quick, we we both just got this message from our our illustrious producer Matt DeBritz. The Cardinals have traveled to Minnesota for dates with the Vikings ten times in the last thirty one years. They're zero and ten in such games. And I saw a tweet yesterday. The last time the Cardinals came to the bank was when you got the dancing Kirk Cousins when he was doing the – I don't know what that was that he was Nobody doing does. in the end zone. Still trying to figure it out. What are you doing, man? But – You all right? You know, he's on vibes. He's always yep. on vibes. So yep. maybe we see a dancing Kirk Cousins. Maybe we get Kirk Cousins doing the gritty this weekend. 
back to the injuries just real quick. Yeah, God forbid, never hope anybody gets hurt. Defensive line, they've already shown they're willing to use a heavy rotation. They'll pull out Dalvin Tomlinson mm -hmm. for two series in a row, and they'll roll with James Lynch and Ross Blacklock. I like Brian Osamo and Troy Dye well enough in backup situations in a pinch. Even Josh Metellus, been a solid backup safety this year. Running back, Absolutely. you've got an absolute stable of guys. I guess outside of the obvious, right? Kirk, JJ goes down. Yeah, you're in trouble. Maybe rolling with Johnny Munt and Ben Ellison if Irv Smith were to go down for long stretches seems like could be an issue in like the big play department, but... I think we're all the mm -hmm. way back to the offensive line again, what you started with. It's been one of the best blocking units in the NFL, and you go from that to guys with just very little experience. We just don't know what they got. That could be a huge mm -hmm. drop-off. Vikings-Cardinals Sunday in the backyard at the bank. Vikes fresh coming off the bye. Cardinals are fresh, too. They played on Thursday night, so they get a couple extra days of rest as well. Kickoff, noon Central Standard Time. Rest assured, Reggie and I will be here all week breaking it all down. Reggie, going to be there Sunday? <laughs> Of course, I'll be there Sunday. Always. Are you kidding me? Well, I tried to catch you at the T-Wolves game last night. Didn't connect. Weren't there. I'm going to the game yeah. Sunday, so we better connect this time, okay. all right? For the fans. Let's we got to do, do it. it for the fans, the people, that one person that watches this show. We're doing it for you. <laughs> Coming up next, breaking down the T-Wolves struggles last night versus the Spurs, and who's to blame for the loss. But first, Vikes now 12-1 to to win the Super Bowl after that 5-1 start. Justin Jefferson, 25-1 to to win the MVP. Vikes open the week as three-and-a-half-point favorites versus the Cardinals coming out of the bye. Make sure to keep tabs all season long and check these odds out and more with BetOnline. BetOnline.net, fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Stats, news, info, you want it, they got it. BetOnline makes betting easy and is your number one source for all your betting needs. NFL, MLB, NBA, even MMA and UFC. Go to BetOnline.net today to learn more. That's BetOnline.net. It's where the game starts. And remember, when you subscribe to Lockdown Sports Minnesota, you're getting endless Vikings talk with local experts. Sam and Ron talk football every day in the Ron Johnson Show. Reggie Wilson gives you a sports anchor's perspective right here on Superior Sports Talk. And the Minnesota Football Party brings together the top Vikings podcasters in the city. Subscribe to the free Lockdown Sports Minnesota podcast feed wherever you find your podcast. Drop us a five-star review or find our videos on the Lockdown Sports Minnesota YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button leave us a comment let us know what you think and you can now find us streaming on your roku or amazon fire stick devices just download our locked on sports minnesota app enjoy all our content for free and daily shows at your fingertips any day anytime we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast just go to indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed all right, to basketball, we must go. Wolves were 2-1 and one heading into last night's matchup with the Spurs. Nine-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Remember, they were supposed to take advantage of this nice little easy soft schedule out the gate, but instead, they found themselves down nearly 40 points in the second half. 
They end up scraping their way back to make it look respectable, losing by nine. That does not tell the story. Where do we even start here, Reg? I was there live and in person watching the whole thing. We got there like 10 minutes later, down double digits, finally sit down, get in our seats. Just kind of a disappointing, frustrating performance all the way around. What were they saying on the broadcast that I might have missed as to how things look so ugly so quick? What's the biggest takeaways? They didn't have any juice, man. Like, mm-hmm. it was interesting. Like, they they lost Pat Bev this year. He was a guy that would, like, get up in your face and, and say, like, come on, y'all. Let's let's go. Let's do this. Like, Rally the I'm troops, not really sure yeah. they have that guy. Yeah, I don't think they have that guy anymore. Like, who is that guy that, that is the spark for this team that comes in and is just like, look, no more. None of this. Let's go. Let's pick it up. Like, who is that guy? They don't have that guy. You know, like that, Austin that Rivers worries was me. asked that media that day. worries me yeah, a lot. That, it, it is that, that, it is yeah. worrisome. Austin Rivers was asked about that on media day, and he was like, I feel like I can be that guy. He was like, Obviously, I'm a little different than Pat, but he didn't mm-hmm. he didn't play yesterday, so it was just like I don't know. Like they need they need that that dude that has that dog in him. Like they need like a, a Draymond Green type of a guy. Yep. That will just like get in your face. You know, maybe maybe agitate you a little bit, but to the point where you want to, you know, go out there and punish somebody. Like they don't have that guy. They need some more juice. Yesterday, they just they look lifeless at times. They, the no defense emotion. couldn't stop anything. The the Spurs were just hitting shots left and right. You know, like it, it was kind of ridiculous. At one point, you had uh, players on the Timberwolves with a plus thirty two. Like, what the heck is that? What is going on? Plus 32? They just, it was rough, man. They they got up, and that fourth quarter, it looked like they could, like, try to come back. They got it down to to double, they got it down from double digits to single mm-hmm. digits in that fourth quarter after being down by as many as 35 at the start of the fourth quarter. And that last, like, five-minute stretch, they started settling for threes. Yep. When they had enough time to really kind of break it down a little bit more, and it just didn't work out. Like that was the team with the Spurs. Like you could kind of take their will in the fourth quarter if you wanted to, and and really impose your own. And they didn't do that. They, I don't know. It was just some disjointed basketball there for most of that game, and they couldn't stop the Spurs from doing anything. They couldn't grab a board. That was the problem too. The Spurs had so many second chance points, second chance opportunities, even with a lineup that they're employing where they're supposed to be grabbing more rebounds, adding right. Rudy Gobert. Like, what are we doing? What's going on here? I don't understand. Yeah, 39 rebounds for Rudy the past two games. He puts up seven rebounds last night. Just could not catch one for his life. You mentioned they settled for threes at the end. Tough when you're sitting there watching Anko one of eight from three-point land. Just could not buy a bucket. Disappointing, frustrating, but shocking too. Like This is not a Spurs team that's supposed to be able to come into your building and do the things they did. A team not exactly. like known for serious contention for like a playoff push by any means heading into the season. When you watch a team get down by 35 in the third quarter, it becomes so deflating knowing there's just really no chance you can come back from something right. like that. You can't sugarcoat any of it here. Chris Finch said they were out punked. You could see them just out energized. Like you said, not a lot of emotion. So 
you knew this thing would take a while here. How long of a grace period are you going to give them here, Reg? Like, how long's the leash fans should be willing to give them? Because I'll tell you what, it's one thing to lose. It's another thing to lose like they did last night. If that happens a few more times, I imagine this leash is going to get tight real quick. Yeah, I feel like you give them a couple weeks. Maybe you give them a month. But during that time, though, you want to see some signs of positivity. You know, the, the games that they've won, you know, that game on Sunday, not bad, not bad. Like they I think they went in there and they 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 took a, a eight point lead out of the third quarter and turned it into a double digit lead in the fourth. And you're like, OK, that's the team that I think you want to see. But like then you come out the next night and it's just a lull. You know, it's the first back to back of the season. I get it. But it's just like, what? Huh? Like, they got the Spurs again on Wednesday. I think it would be good for them. It would behoove them to learn from the mistakes that they made. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> All right, let's try that again. And three, two. They got the Spurs again on Wednesday. It will behoove them to learn from their mistakes from last night. And, like, you just can't let a team like that get hot. Like, I don't think that you're supposed to allow a Spurs team like that to just be shooting the lights out like they did last night. And also, like I said, pulling down more boards. It's concerning because you want to see progress from this unit. And a, a loss like that is is demoralizing. The fans are like, wait a minute, like they're not supposed to be doing this. No, not after them making that big swing for Rudy Gobert and 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 really, you know, mortgaging the team like this. Like they're not supposed to be getting blown out by the likes of the Spurs. What is going on? So I, I think you give them a little bit of a leash, but you want to see some progress. And games like last night cannot happen again. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Last thing real quick, then we'll move on. Last little event. One thing I just couldn't stand last night watching in person that made me want to get up out of my seat, head for the doors. When things started to get bad early on, specifically on offense, that felt like the offensive struggles kind of spilt over to the defense, almost like a yin and yang effect, was when things weren't going their way, you started to see a lot of eye rolls, a lot of hands on the hips, a lot of looking around, someone else to blame, what's going on? I can't do all the shrugs or all the potent stuff, pleading to the refs thing anymore, Reg. Not after last year. Can't do it. Can't win with them. Can't do it. Can't coach Thank with you. them. Can't win with them. Can't do it. <laughs> I got you. That's what I'm saying, Reg. Verbatim. I, I can't do it. Because once all that started, it just started to snowball so fast. And the end result was obviously a terrible performance. So point is, like you mentioned, you need a leader, man. You need somebody to rally the troops when things get bad night in and night out. Who's that leader on the team right now, Reg? Because seems like somebody needs to be there to keep everybody kind of just cool and calm during those heated moments. We'll get into that later on. Coming up, we're touching on the Minnesota Wild and some World Series predictions. But first, hungry? Time for a little midday snack. 
grab yourself a Built Bar. Built Bar, made with collagen protein, easily digestible, provides tons of health benefits. Each bar has just 160 calories and 15 grams of protein, packing the perfect punch of nutrition and taste. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar, and grab yourself a Built Bar. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN15, and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN15. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right. Time has come. New favorite segment called Give Me One. Give Here we go, Rich. <laughs> the World Series matchup, it's officially set. Houston Astros set to take on the Philadelphia Phillies. Give me the one team that has more momentum in their corner. Who's feeling better, more confident? This Phillies team has something. Like, they, they kind of capture your attention kind of like the Nationals did a few years ago, which is funny because – that was the first year that they did not have Bryce Harper. So, like, he doesn't know what this feels like. So this is going to be interesting for him coming into this World Series because the team that he walked away from got one right after he left. Right after he left. That being said, man, this Houston team, there are no trash cans involved anymore that, that we know of. Mm -hmm. This team is just consistently – in the mix every single year. Dynasty? And also. Are we are we getting that to that point? Could be. Just they got to win, win these rings, though. They got to win yep. these rings, though, to be a dynasty. Mm -hmm. Every single year. But you look at the core. They lose a guy like Correa. Bring a rookie like Jeremy Pena, who, my goodness, the dude. I feel like they're saying Carlos who like that's how that's why Carlos was coming back to Houston. He was like, dang, y'all don't love me no more. Like, is that what's yeah, going on? Yeah, when you can go here? from Carlos fine. Correa to Pena, I mean, a smooth transition. Yeah, he's like, fine, I'll be, I'll be in Minnesota then. Yeah. Whatever. Forget y'all then. Whatever. <laughs> but like you, you kind of look at this core and they they've continued to sustain that. When you talk about Bregman, you talk about Altuve, Verlander. Then you add guys like Alvarez. Like the dude, Alvarez just is a freaking freak. Like that dude is scary up there. Like mm -hmm. he gives kind of like big poppy vibes. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think when you talk, when you think about it, Houston, they swept the, like the Yankees with all that talent that they have, they built a team to win a world series and you don't win a game against the Astros. I feel like, that team has a little bit more of the momentum. And that team has a, a, a star power that you just can't deny. And they got a manager who's been there, done that, who needs the monkey off his back. You look at it. He was with San Francisco. He was with Chicago. Both of those teams win World Series after he leaves. After he leaves. With the Nationals. Before he got there. It's just like, good Lord, like, this dude is due for one. Like, you got to love Dusty Baker. He's been at it for a long time. 
the only manager that makes having that little toothpick hanging out the side of the mouth look cool. <laughs> like you got to win one for the toothpick, man. You know what I mean? Like you got to get brand, one for man. Dusty. I, it's a vibe, yeah, baby. I think I think a lot of people are rooting for Dusty, but a lot of people in good conscience can't root for the Astros because just a few couple, you know, short years ago, they were cheating to win. So I think most people are pulling for the Phillies, but this is going to be interesting, man. I would not be surprised if it went seven. You mentioned a lot of people probably rooting for the Phillies, and that makes sense on paper, but I got a wild and downright almost scary fact about the okay. Phillies, the World Series, and the economy, Reg. That's going to blow your mind. You ready? I got this from the oh, wife. Lord. She reads the Morning Brew every day. It's a quick little daily newsletter for young business professionals. Here it is. I'm just going to read verbatim. Quote, are we about to enter an economic crisis? Could be, but don't look at unemployment, interest rates, or hikes for the housing market for clues. A better indicator is whether the Philadelphia Phillies win the World Series. As baseball oh historians have found out over the past 100 years, the surest sign of an economic downturn has been a Philly-based baseball team winning the World Series. It happened in 1929, 1930, 1980 and 2008 and now the philadelphia oh phillies are obviously in the world series once again so obviously i know a lot of people are a little bitter they got a bad taste in their mouth about the astros but be careful what you wish for here because if the phillies win again it could mean bad things for the economy to come just want to throw that out there reg i read that blew my mind i had Yikes. to share with the folks so pretty wild Yikes. all right that's a wrap today. Back tomorrow, more Superior Sports Talk on Locked On Sports Minnesota Network. Remember, you got to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Join us every day for another episode with your 30-minute breakdown of everything Minnesota sports. We're a podcast too, free and available, all platforms. Subscribe, drop us a five-star review, and find us now streaming. If you got a Roku or Amazon Fire Stick device, just look out for our Locked On Sports Minnesota app there as well. That's the man, Reggie Wilson, on Twitter, at ReggieWilsonTV. Check them out every night up on CARE 11. I'm Luke Inman on Twitter, at Luke underscore Spinman. Special thanks to our producer, Matt DeBritz. Tune in tomorrow to Superior Sports Talk, part of Lockdown Sports Minnesota. For Reggie, I'm Luke. Until tomorrow, signing up. Despite what Luke says about the economy, be blessed. Spread love today. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.